Thanks for tuning in. I'm Ben Aston, and this is the Digital Project Manager podcast from the digitalprojectmanager.com. So today I'm joined by Dennis Kayser, and today we're going to be discussing artificial intelligence and project management. Are our jobs as project managers going to be taken over by project management bots? Well, we'll find out. So keep listening. But uh, so, Dennis, just first, though, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, where, where are you and what do you do? Hi, uh, thanks for having me, Ben. Um, uh, we're a startup based out of uh, Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, we are a venture funded company. Um, what we're working on, well, we're working on a bunch of different things. Um, I, th- I mean, just this morning we had a huge meetup with 80 people showing up, just listening to kind of what we had to say about uh, the whole future of kind of project management and, and AI and how that will kind of influence uh, the, the kind of whole profession of, of project management uh, as we see it at least. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one of the things. Cool. So do you, you run the or are you, do you help organize the PM meetup? Yeah, so I'm I'm uh, running a, a few meetups actually. Uh, we're as as a company running a few meetups, uh, just as a kind of giving back to the community type of thing, so we can kind of you know share ideas between other PMs in in other companies and, and kind of share ideas, best practices, and kind of where we've seen the the whole profession is going. Cool, and so. You, uh, I know that you obviously run Forecast It, but apart from Forecast It and the meetups, is there other stuff that you're doing as well then? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, this whole work thing takes up uh, most of my time, obviously. Uh, but yeah, um, I try to do a lot of skiing uh, whenever I can. Uh, I try to do a lot of running whenever I can, and I try to do a lot of uh, cycle crossing whenever I can. So trying to keep active. Nice. Good stuff. So... Tell us a bit about, uh, you're, you're now running Forecast It, and we'll, we'll go on to talk a bit about that first, but how did you, how is it that you came about to be you know, running this venture-funded startup to be you know, creating project management or yeah, software? How did, how did that happen? Um, yeah, so <laughs> when we're, I, I used to work for, for IBM, right? So I, I've, I've been seeing a ton of big projects uh, and smaller projects, obviously, um, both go well, but also go, go very badly, right? Um, due to various reasons, right? Um, typically not because uh, the people that are working on these things are uh, not doing a good job or um, not intelligent, but basically because quickly these things, especially in digital, get very, very complex. And that's basically just what makes it very difficult to, to manage on a, on a daily basis. Um, so obviously learning from that and then looking at all the different products that are in the market, not really finding anything that, you know, was simple enough and, and that, that kind of made sense. So still kind of a lot of the same stuff going on, uh, in the market, um, from, from our point of view, um, a lot of the same, you know, data entry heavy systems. Um, so we're trying to kind of reduce that and, and kind of trying to take out all the, the boring stuff of being a PM so they can kind of focus on. The, the more fun stuff of like being creative and innovative and, and stuff like that. Right. So um, there was a bunch of people when we started this, that was like uh, saying that it was a terrible idea. Uh, but, you know, luckily we, we've proven them to, to be wrong about that. Um, and, and, and now are showing that we can actually uh, make a big difference in the, 
in the in the current space i think so so has it so you the kind of tell me about the journey of the product though so did it start off i mean you just said you kind of you're you're beginning to prove the naysayers right but but did it start off how you uh in, hoped it would like has it been uh has it all been successes from the start um so i i mean we we started this company uh about three years ago uh building a product that was like way more enterprise uh like um way more similar to actually the the other products in the market uh, and we found that to be uh, actually just a, a bad idea right um so coming from a, a computer science background, uh, both me and, and a few of my co-founders, uh, we were thinking like, can we do this in a, in a smarter and more intelligent way, right? And then kind of AI is, you know, right up up the alley of this, right? So because there's so many things that, that can be automated through AI um, in this space, especially, right? Um, and we we're just wondering why, why, why are nobody doing this, right? Um, so, so we kind of restarted the whole company last year, uh, built a brand new product, um, raised some money from, from a venture capitalist, uh, and yeah, are now basically with clients uh, globally. So, so pretty interesting. Good stuff. And so, tell us then a bit about forecast. Give us your elevator pitch uh, for forecast for those who haven't checked it out yet or know what it's about. Sure. Um, so, forecast is a AI-driven uh, resource and project management solution. Um, we try to keep things very, very simple. So, so not being too complex. So people actually want to use it, right? We want to basically automate as much of the boring stuff as possible. Uh, and then obviously let you integrate to whatever best practice or whatever favorite products you have. So you get like a fully end to end, uh, synchronized solution. Um, so this being like, you know, invoicing your, uh, whatever your slack your your google drive whatever you want to kind of connect to we we make that very very easy uh so you can get like a full perspective of of what's going on cool so let's talk about ai for a second then so for for people who don't know what ai is what is ai so uh yeah ai it's a very broad topic right um But I mean, AI basically in, in the sense that we're using it um, is basically learning from all the stuff that is going on. Uh, so in this case, in projects, right? So learning from, you know, if things usually take longer or shorter for a certain client, um, you know, if your budgets are way off and we kind of realize that over time that, that you know, things are usually slower, for instance, then the AI kind of picks up on that and, and actually helps, helps you um, improve. Um, so... Whenever we, we kind of learn, you know, that might be, Ben might be slow at, at Java, right? Uh, but he might be super fast at, at uh, HTML or something like that, right? And then the AI will pick that up and then will actually help you prioritize the, the work that you need to do. Um, so you don't have to kind of manually sit and shuffle all this stuff around. Cool. So, so the, the system is automatically or automatically um, increasing people's allocations for certain things. Um, and in the background, trying to do some kind of resource leveling thing uh, to to smooth out the like. What's that? How is there a way that you you're setting like priorities in terms of maximize revenue or maximize the amount of billable hours people are doing? Or how how do you kind of how does the system know what's a priority? 
Um, so first of all, actually, we, we're, we're not doing anything automatically because that actually often confuses people more than it helps them. So what we do is we actually help and, and recommend things that, that you could do to improve your plan. So, for instance, um, our, our kind of core audience for our product is uh, typical, you know, an agency uh, or like an advertising um, consulting company, that type of business where they want to kind of maximize the, the hours they have. So they want to have high utilization, right? But they also want to make sure that they're actually doing the projects for the clients that are kind of the good clients, right? So you'd actually be so surprised at how many uh, web-based agencies that are, um, you know, building all these cool projects for clients, but they actually end up not making any money off them, right? Because they don't have like the control of, of what, what's actually going on and what they're delivering, right? Yeah. Cool. So, so it's not making decisions for you, but it's just making suggestions. Hey, if you've got Ben working on your uh, HTML, he'll probably be, he'll probably be all right. <laughs> but, uh, but as soon as you put me on something else, I might be a bit slower. And it, and it kind of, so is it comparing estimates versus actuals on certain allocations? So you have to get quite granular in terms of uh, the resource allocations and what people are exactly working on. Um, so that was actually one thing that was important for us is that you can actually use it at, at any level you want, right? So you don't have to use it very granularly. You, you can if you want to. Um, but, but, you know, for a lot of companies, they don't want to kind of bother with all that kind of detailed stuff. Right. Um, but, but yeah, it, it learns from, from a, a, basically a lot of aspects, right? So, so it will, it will learn, you know, which clients are the ones that are the best for you, right? Um, which people are most efficient at what stuff, right? Um, how do we pack the, the schedule for people in an optimal way so they don't get either too little to do, but also don't get too much to do, right? Because there's actually nothing worse than just having... Everybody probably knows that type of project manager that just kind of overloads you with stuff and then you're just super stressed for two weeks and then you have to go home sick for a week, right? So that, that doesn't really work either, right? So it's kind of all about balancing balancing the whole thing, right? Clever stuff. So in the process of creating this artificial intelligence and creating, I guess, all these rules, what were you, were you basing it on your own internal projects or how did you... Yeah, how did you kind of create these algorithms that decide what's a smart thing to to suggest and what's not? Yeah, so basically what what we did so so we built this whole AI thing from from the ground up, right? So I have some some very clever guys um, with with some some fancy degrees in in both the machine learning, uh, AI, and, and and computer science, right? Um, so, but what we did is we actually we actually got a whole bunch of project data from a lot of different companies, and we kind of pulled that into a, a big database, and then we trained the, the the machine on that. Right. So, what actually happens is that that once you create a new account in, in Forecast, um, you basically get going very very quickly because you're starting off a baseline data set of uh, I think right now it's about five or six thousand projects, and there's like more than uh, 3 million hours worth of stuff in there or something like that, right? So it's actually a pretty substantial data set already. Um, but then as you start working in it, right, then it, then it will kind of um, tweak itself to work or kind of figure out how you're working, right? So we'll actually learn and pick up stuff uh, from, from your company and that will kind of just be unique just, just for you, right? So, so in that sense, it, it actually, you know, it just, the more you put into it, basically the better it gets. Nice. So, and... And kind of where do you see this going then? So 
right now you're using artificial intelligence to improve you know, estimates, budgets, work plans, resourcing. Is the, it, what's the end goal here? Is it to make project management redundant or how does project management fit into artificial intelligence? If a, if a machine can make all the right decisions for us, what does that, where do you see the role of PM kind of, what do you see it evolving into? Um, so I, I definitely don't think that, that the PM uh, will ever not have a job. Um, I, I see it more as an aid to actually take away all the stuff that is, you know, <laughs> all the boring stuff for a PM, right? So, so instead of having to spend a few hours uh, every day or every week, you know, fiddling with a resource plan, why not have a system that actually helps you uh, plan this, right? So you can spend your time on actually maybe talking to the client or uh, helping develop the project or whatever you kind of want to do that's kind of more on the, on the creative, uh, you know, human side, I guess, right? So we basically want to take out all the, the boring stuff and, and make the work more fun. Um, so I think... Like if you're looking into the to the future, um, I think you asked that. Then, what some of the things we're working on right now actually is is uh, we're working on a on a basically what we call an AI assistant. Um, so basically, be a, an assistant that you can ask questions about your projects or ask it to do stuff for you, uh, and it will basically then do that right. So the same as having a real human uh, project assistant, but just like a super powered one because it knows everything that's going on, right? And has kind of full visibility into to everything. So all your clients, all your projects, all your people, right? Yeah, that, that that's really cool. I saw, and you know, I saw something, I read an article. Um, yeah, I read an article just a couple of weeks ago about something similar um, because I think one of the... Um, yeah, one of the interesting challenges for PMs is this, uh, the fact that so much of our time is spent answering questions where people just don't know, uh, don't know where to find the information. So, for example, like the classic one, what job number is this? <laughs> or like, what job am I, uh, where should I be putting my hours? Or um, how much was that project how much did we spend on that project uh, last year where we did some banner campaign for uh, whoever and just having uh, being able to have uh, some kind of yeah yeah i mean ser- I, I, ser- I, I, I totally agree i i totally agree it's like you know just imagine just being able to ask an assistant saying okay what are currently like today what are my five most high risk projects right which one should i be worried about that would just be like an immense help in your daily work and you don't have to kind of sit and shuffle through all these lists of different stuff, right? You basically just ask the AI and they will tell you exactly what you need to know, right? At, at a, you know, instant. Yeah. And so how, and how are you working on that as an integration through Slack? I think the one I saw was like an integration through Slack. So you could ask, um, yeah, you could, you could ask questions through Slack, but would you, um, are you building it out within the system or like to, to be able to query other tools as well? So we're actually building it out uh, into into other tools, right? So you could use Slack if you wanted to. That's not a problem. You can just connect it to Slack, and you can and you could use that as the, as the interface if that's what you want to do. Uh, but but also we're actually providing our own interface uh, within the application, um, so you can ask that as well, right? So so basically, what the Slack bot does is it actually just queries our service, right? So so in the end, everything is known because we're connecting your systems, right? So so that's why you're able to ask a lot of advanced questions that you know a lot of other you know. You, normally you wouldn't be able to do this unless you had like a person that actually knew this stuff, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, and I think improving improving the lives of the resource manager, who's often the one at the brunt of all the stupid questions that people ask, or you know, as a PM, if you're asked, keep on ask, keep on shifting your resourcing around. And actually, it doesn't need someone else. It doesn't, doesn't need someone to do that. When yeah, it could be done through um, yeah, just artificial intelligence, just being able to tell tell the system hey my project's been delayed by a week shift out all my resourcing by a week um and let's start it say next monday rather than this monday um like it doesn't it shouldn't need to go through a resource manager to uh for that to happen but so much of these are like we have so many manual processes um and even things like opening a new job number or um yeah creating a um a weekly status report if you could just write a command and uh, and get that generated for you. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's what we want to do, right? We want to automate the stuff that's boring, right? And then you can focus on the fun stuff. So, I mean, I, I just I just had a, a client meeting yesterday with, with one of our clients. And she's like, wow, you guys, you're saving me like two or three hours a day of just like usually sh- just sitting and shifting resources around. Um, so, so, you know, just that is like, you know, that proves the case that it's kind of, that's nice, right? That you can help people in that way, right? So they can, he could spend the two hours doing something more fun than sitting and kind of dragging, dropping people on a on a timeline, right? Yeah, no, that's great. And yeah, have you had any other kind of interesting feedback of how, uh, like, Forecast It has helped people in ways that you weren't expecting? Um. Actually, it's going to sound a little boring, but it's actually not that that unexpected because I mean we we focus a lot on talking to our clients, right? So we we have very very deep interaction with with all our clients to make sure that we actually building stuff that helps them on a daily basis, right? Uh, so so we take that feedback loop very seriously. Uh, I mean our UXer, she usually has around uh, five to ten sessions with clients a week, uh, one hour sessions where she just kind of gathers, gathers feedback on. How is it to use and how nice it is and what doesn't work and how, like, how should we fix it, right? Cool. And so uh, apart from the uh, kind of the PM assistant, what else is in store for, uh, for Forecast It? Where do you see it kind of in five years' time? You've built out your PM bots <laughs> system. Um, what's, what's next? Like where, where do you think you'll be in five years' time? Um, so I think that actually it's, it's pretty important for us that we don't kind of branch out too broadly, right? We don't want to be like a, a new uh, big enterprise system, right? That's very difficult to use, right? So it's very important for us to kind of keep things simple, easy to get going for, for new people. Um, and also I think, you know, sometimes you end up in this feature bloat, right? And we are very aware of, of not doing that because, you know, we can't suit everybody and we want to make sure that we actually suit the people that, that is kind of our ideal, right? Um, so I think on, on kind of the product side, it's definitely, you know, making the AI really, really amazing. It's, uh, not, not easy to do. It's actually a pretty, pretty big task. Uh, and then basically, you know, connecting to as many systems as possible. So you can use whatever you like, right. Without any problems. Uh, and then basically giving you more insights that are like AI driven. So you can better understand kind of how your business and how you can improve your business in, in a, in a more automated way. Cool. And so apart from forecast that I'd be interested to uh, to understand from you, like what else is in your toolkit as someone who's uh, developing products, 
um, like what are you using to manage your product development and uh, the you know the projects within that? Um, so we're definitely dog fooding, right? Because otherwise it wouldn't make much sense. So we're actually it's a little bit made up, but we're using our own product to develop our product, right? Um, and that's very important for us, also because you know if if you're building a product and you're not using it yourself, something is wrong, right? You should hopefully uh, have built a product that you'd want to use yourself. Um, on top of that, we're using um, a bunch of all the you know all the Google stuff. Uh, we're using Slack a lot, so that's really big for us. Um, so we do a bunch of stuff with Slack. Um, what else are we using? I think actually the, the stack is not that deep actually on, on the, on the PM side. We're trying to keep it to as few tools as possible. Um, so you, a, you're not using Jira or Trello or any like the ta- for task management or no, your kind use, of back, back? No, we're using our own system to do that. So, so we're fully capable. Actually, we just uh, won a client over from Jira uh, last week. Um, so, you know, the, the thing with, with complicated products is that, you know, you will end up with a lot of people that never use it because it's just difficult and annoying to use, right? So, so we're basically trying to to not do that. <laughs> yeah, no, and I think the yeah the big challenge with, I mean, one of the things that you've talked about a bit is, um, yeah, enabling people to do their best work and not stifling creativity. And whilst Jira might be a great, I mean, Jira is kind of the de facto project management standard. I, I'd say now. Yeah, product, yeah, yeah. yeah product management standard um, because it is very robust and uh, for development it's you can get really granular you get lots of control um, but whilst developers might like it everyone else hates it <laughs> yeah, exactly um, so it's this balance between okay well do you do you use Trello up to development and then like when do you start using Jira but it's uh, yeah, having a system that everybody enjoys and can agree that does everything that you need it to do that, that's, uh, and that's can, our aim right yeah and, and can switch between Kanban and Scrum um, I show, think the, show the client the Gantt chart if that's what you need right all that stuff right so but, but without it being, being too difficult right it's actually yeah. funny because I had, I had a talk with a friend uh, the other day and he said now his his wife got a job as a digital PM, and uh, he was now learning her Jira, and uh, it was really not fun, and it uh, required a lot of gin. So that was kind of his his take on that. <laughs> so yeah, no, it can get can be a bit complicated, but uh, but hey, cool. So thanks so much for joining us, Dennis. It's been great having you with us. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Always fun to, to talk about stuff that we're passionate about. So, Great stuff. If, if you'd like to contribute to the conversation about artificial intelligent project management, check out the article on the digitalprojectmanager.com and uh, join us on Slack as well. We've got a community of digital project managers discussing all kinds of interesting things about project management. So head to the community section of the digitalprojectmanager.com and Join the conversation there. But until next time, thanks for listening.